0: download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a-n-g-i welcome. welcome
1: welcome to the haunted estate and welcome to the haunted estate here with your host the bad bitch selena spooky boo and joel joel i needed more than that oh, is that not enough energy i'm the bad bitch selena spooky boo and we have joel <clears throat> the big softy who doesn't like scary stuff joel. joel why do you have a mat on your ass if okay so if you're tripping balls right now because you're watching the visual of this you're like whoa you guys are in a new spot you're in a cozy attic cottage core place very dark spooky abandoned mysterious and you're wondering how did you get here and why is your sign here well surprise we're in the exact same room as we were we redid the room we redid the room we wanted guys honestly the whole thing i've ever wanted for the podcast is a super dark kind of sexy spooky i guess i can't say sexy i'm here with my brother but you know what I mean? Like, this is the kind of time that, like, you're gonna tell scary stories. You're gonna have a sleepover party. And the best part about this setup, puppies, I wanted a bed. So yeah, if you're wondering, for, yeah, this came out of the Twilight House.
2: For all the listeners who don't actually watch the YouTube videos, normally we sit at desks facing each other. Yeah. But now we're essentially just sitting beside each other. And on a bed. From a simplicity standpoint, for us, we only have to deal with one camera now.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Cause you guys always get pissed. You're like, why is there no video? It's cause one of us.
2: Usually my camera gives out for some Yeah, reason. his
1: camera will give out. And now we're just on the big boy. It looks and like a TV boy.
2: we can... I can see that it's still recording.
1: Hi, like gives me a boner. Mm. There'll be way, a female lady being a boner. There'll
2: be way less uh, tech functions this time. Anyways, let's talk about... We
1: got recognized for a podcast. We did. Today. I love when we get recognized for the podcast.
2: This is only the second time ever that I got recognized for the podcast. And... It was at our local beer store.
1: Local beer store. We're alcoholic. I'm not. Joel is.
2: Thank you for listening.
1: We recently learned if you have how many drinks a week you're considered an alcoholic?
2: Like three to five or something. Three to five. A week. Now per day.
1: Which is you're at per day.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> my lunch. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> you never drink till you like, get home. It's like you're b- before bed beers. Well, you know, beers. So you got the buddies over. You have some beers. That's what happens. Like, I have to smoke a little bit of weed to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, just what else truth. is new with you Let's, we oh, I haven't recorded in a fucking hot minute. like okay so we had a pretty busy
2: life all the listeners uh yeah. we took our mom selena for christmas we took our mom to new york
1: we took mom to new york which is crazy because like our mom keeps like just knocking on death's door and last time she was like i'm so upset because she thought she was gonna die and she's like i never got to go to new york so i was like bitch we're gonna make that happen so we went to new york we did what my mom always wanted to do which was go to the world Trade center museum super sad super moving powerful very powerful and we bumped her up like stairs and you know the funniest part was her favorite part in new york tell them joel chinatown chinatown but what about chinatown buying name brand stuff off people in chinatown. illegal shit in chinatown <laughs> yeah um it was quite a time like i almost want to tell shit that i've done but like i don't want to get in trouble
2: (laughs) yeah the last time we sat down we did like three podcasts in a day we did we kind of got ahead because we were so busy and now
1: i'm just so happy look at this dog guys you need to just watch the video just so you can see us rub the puppies that we have which i don't get how she gets so matted all the time gucci
2: also for all the followers listening i get married in less than a month
1: less than a month and he's gonna be mrs joel horvath
2: yeah mrs joel horvath mrs
1: mrs joel she's a missus yeah missus pisses baby
2: it's really exciting
1: buttholes forever buttholes are forever and a day i think i saw Knock, knock
2: if for all the listeners out there if you listen on youtube i have read your comment I swear like I see that you post yep. the video and then yep. I'd like e- click on it scroll the comments I read like every comment I love the comments and people always comment that they enjoy our ketchups at the beginning
1: I love our ketchups. Ah. I feel like there's more to talk about I know but like what like oh we can talk what the fuck happened to me this morning what happened this morning I had to go to the dentist and? this morning at 7 a.m. and and I came downstairs because like I have a rack beside my washer and dryer of like clothes that I've just haven't made upstairs but they're clean they're hung and I separate two shirts and on Adam's car her shirt it's a fucking centipede but when i say a centipede i don't mean a normal ass centipede this thing (laughs) was five inches long two inches wide had I feel like it's up my ass right now. <laughs> it had one million legs and it was furry. And I saw that and my body shut the fuck down and I ran upstairs and I was screaming and at like 6.30 in the morning, Adam, like you can't do anything. We are just standing there. I'm like separating the fucking clothes and it falls to the ground and we <laughs> kill it. But like we had to get it because I could not sleep in my house knowing there was a centipede crawling up my ass.
2: Ah, oh, so gross. Because you
1: know what it would do. Crawl up your ass into your ears because it wouldn't go in your ears down to your ass and you go up your ass into your ears lay shit babies in your ears but two things a pretty sure centipedes are good
2: because centipedes eat other bugs you know what
1: then why if they're good then why they look like that? it's still a bug though right no but why does it look like that
2: you know what happened to our aunt Teresa? a bug went in her ear and she couldn't get it out she had to go to the emergency room
1: oh that was aunt sheila
2: Aunt sheila oh right sheila yeah sorry it was
1: a it was a june bug and it went in her ear canal and it was down in her jaw going
2: i would i would have a heart attack
1: honest honestly I I i'll take anything over a kidney stone i would, I would have a heart attack <laughs> yeah i'm not interested in that shit. Just... oh my god and bugs. then when i was in the porta potty uh, that spider there's a spider on the f- toilet paper roll are you kidding me <laughs> <sighs> what do you even do man i want to die what do you even do what do you even do when the bugs roll up your ass anyways Joel.
2: I feel like there's so much to talk about. I like know. Just, I'm like fading. on. Why like, are we
1: drawing blanks? I don't know. We just ate poutines.
2: Uh, I had a Fritz Royale from Fritz. I had
1: a poutine and I'm going to tell you right now the best way to have a poutine is to cover it in mustard and onions. Fresh onions. Today I added hot dogs to that mix. <laughs> and when I tell you I could pleasure myself. Triple concoction. <laughs> uh, poutine in my boontang. Sorry guys. I'm really fucking sassy today. <laughs> um, I'm going to be a VidCon by the way i'm gonna be doing a panel there i'm gonna be doing a meet and greet there's some other stuff going on that i hasn't been announced yet i can't talk about yet but we have some really big things happening at VidCon, so i hope that you come and see me i'm like petrified that no one's gonna to come to see me and no one's gonna care but joel and i are gonna be there together it's gonna to be fucking crazy and when is this um june 22nd Excite- to 25th exciting it is exciting there's a dog crawling around i know look at her she's, she's so in my leg right now she's so cute do you, by the way at the gucci store you know how i was getting that thing for around her neck <sighs> uh-huh there were two in the box
2: shut up he did that on purpose
1: or i don't know if it comes in a set no but i don't think are so. they the same no they're different lengths he did it on purpose ah uh, cool dude cool dude new york city fifth gucci in the trump building surprisingly we there's like a, there's a trump impersonator out front we like new york city new york was so cool but guys enough catching up because we're here to talk about the juicy shit way back in the beginning of my podcast i actually did a a podcast on this couple i actually spoke to the wife of this duo let me give you some hints no way you spoke to her i spoke to her it was, it was like literally two years before she passed away it wasn't much of a conversation i'm not gonna like lie and be like it was amazing and she gave me all this advice it wasn't like that can we find this anywhere it was a telephone call
2: Oh, I thought you recorded on the podcast.
1: Oh no, no, no. She's she was gone before that. Um, no, she was around, but it was it was years. It wasn't long before the end. I'm so sorry. I have
2: to readjust for a moment. I'm ta- I've taken a too relaxed position.
1: Yeah, you want to be up. I'm a far too
2: relaxed for this. All right, you bring yourself up. You well, go while I reposition Well, I give some trivia. Okay, go.
1: Okay, this couple. I'm gonna give you some hints. There's some pretty famous movies around the cases that they've worked on. There's a pretty impressive book. There's a book that I read that actually caused some really weird shit in my life. A lot of people love this couple. A lot of people hate this couple. They think they're frauds. They think they're fakes. But today we are talking about Ed and Lorraine Warren. All right, guys. So Edward Warren Meany, September 7th, 1926, until August 23rd, 2006. And Lorraine Rita Warren, January 31st, 1927, to April 18th, 2019. Yeah, she only died in 2008. Wow, that was only a couple of years I ago. I spoke to her. 2017?
2: 2016.
1: It was right around the beginning of the podcast. Um. They were American paranormal investigators and authors associated with the prominent cases of alleged hauntings. Edward was a self-taught and self-professed demonologist, author, and lecturer. Lorraine professed to be clairvoyant and a light trance medium who worked closely with her husband. In 1952, the Warrens founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, the oldest ghost hunting group in New England. They authored many books about the paranormal and about their private investigations to Various reports of paranormal activity. They claim to have investigated well over 10,000 cases during their career. The Warren were among the first investigators in the in, in the Amityville haunting. According to the Warrens, the official website of the NES, uh, NESPR, Viva Glam magazine, and several other sources, the NESPR uses a variety of individuals, including medical doctors, researchers, police officers, nurses, college students, and members of clergy. In its investigations, stories of ghost hauntings popularized by the Warrens have been adapted into have been indirectly inspired dozens of films, television series and documentaries, including several films. Um, the Amityville Horror Series, The Conjuring Universe. There's many skeptics like Perry D'Angeline and Steven Novella. They investigated the Warrens' evidence and described it as blarney. Skeptical investigators Joe and Benjamin concluded better-known hauntings, Amityville and the Snedker family haunting, did not happen, but have been invented.
2: Only 10,000 cases. Only? They, how's they've that possible? only invested 10,000 cases. Only
1: 10,000?
2: So, like, Slack just some cases. quick math here. Yeah. There's, say there's 300 days a year. 365. So you it would take four years to do 1,000. So 40 years. They investigate a case a day for 40 years. Over 40 years to get 10,000 cases.
1: Yeah, there's definitely some numbers in uh, right it there. They might be embellished a little bit there. Just, just a wee bit.
2: Yeah, there are uh, notable investigations are going to be some names that I think a lot of us will recognize and know. The first one is the story of Annabelle. Yep. Ooh, according to the Warrens, in the year 1968, two roommates claimed that their Raggedy Ann doll was possessed of the spirit of a young girl named Annabelle Higgins. The Warrens took the doll, telling the roommates it was being manipulated by an inhuman presence, and put it on displays in the family's Oculate museum. The legend of the doll inspired several films, including The Conjuring Universe and his motive for many others.
1: See, Haunted Things are really big in my life and weirdly I'm, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story about a haunted doll in my life i went to this place called salvation army it's like a thrift store in our town we literally grew up going there um and i was there and they had this doll and you could tell she was a doll that definitely was probably brought back from like an island as a souvenir you know what i mean like it, down, i yeah. think it had like cuba on its dress like something that like very generic looking that kind of thing um Every time I went there, this doll was fucking there. But it was intricate. And I was like, you know what? I want this and I need this. So I buy it. And I start having dreams. Where this doll morphs into this woman named Mama. Which I know there's a movie named Mama. But this doll is like, we just start calling her Mama. And then in my dreams she starts getting fucking violent really violent That's so really- i end up taking this doll thing whatever this can't be real put it inside of a dresser shut the door left it there had the worst dreams about mama so i know I, adam and i end up going we gotta if i can get rid of this we're gonna get rid of mama i'm like okay what do we do i don't want to donate i don't want this i want to like get rid of it so we drive out kind of towards my new houses where that school is where you learn about outdoors we go in there the Science Center. The, by the benoit swan oh yeah, yeah i'm going in there there's a garbage can in there i literally hear like i don't know if it was mating cats but some kind of animal was screaming and i got so spooked it was like almost dark so like i left and then i ended up putting in a garbage can and inner kip and pouring salt all over it but like why salt well just to kind of suppress anything from following me back salt home. suppress things? Well, salt, you know, you use it in lots of different things. You use it in spells, you use it as protective circles, you can use it for good luck. If you look into salt, it's pretty impressive. See, yeah, I don't know this, you got to tell me this. Oh, stuff. Well, we should have a podcast about it. But yeah, I took some sea salt, drowned the, the garbage bin in sea salt, and just kind of said, Yo, you can't follow me home. And um she didn't. That night, I never had another bad dream about mama. That is weird. It was the first spruking. And you got the Sally Ann, eh? yeah the salian huh. next up we have the Perrin family in 1971 the warrens claimed the Har- claimed the harrisville rhode island home of the Perrin family was haunted by a witch who had lived there in the early 19th century according to the warrens Bathsheba sherman cursed the land and whoever lived there to somehow die a terrible death the story was the subject of the 2013 film the conjuring Lorraine Warren, the consultant to the production, and appeared in a cameo role in the film. A reporter for US Today covered the film's supposed factual groundings. Man,
2: I remember seeing The Conjuring in theater.
1: Scariest movie. Scared oh my God. the shit out
2: in of the me. In the
1: theater, too? Scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Oh, Dude. my God. This, Diarrhea.
2: You say this word as Amniville. Amniville. Yeah, yeah, not Amityville.
1: Yeah, Amityville. Amniville. You can say it any way you want.
2: Amniville. Amityville.
1: Amityville.
2: The Warrens are best known for their involvement in the 1975 Amneyville Horror in which a New York couple, George and Kathy Lutz, claimed that their house was haunted by a violent, dem- demonic presence so intense that it eventually drove them out of their home. The Amneyville Horror conspiracy authors Stephen King and Roxanne Calplain characterized the case as a hoax. Mm. Lorraine Warren told a reporter of the Express Times newspaper that the Amneyville Horror was not a hoax. The reported haunting was the basis for the 1977 book, The Amnival Horror, adapted in the 1979-2005 films of the same name, while also serving as inspiration for the film series, The Warrens the warren's version of the events partially adapted and portrayed in the opening scene of the conjuring oh yeah when they flash back and they talk about the knocking as the father son the holy ghost that's in the beginning of the conjuring according to benjamin ford the story was refuted by eyewitnesses investigations and forensic evidence in 1979 lawyer william weber stated that he jay anson and occupants invented the horror story over many bottles of wine (laughs)
1: Is the crazy thing about them is they do say these things like 10,000 cases, which is kind of impossible. They do say things that are a little too fantastical to be real. The truth is, I have not been in 10,000 investigations, but I could easily say I've been to over 100. and oh God, more 200 in total. And I've done 200 in the past 15 years. You, know? you also don't do full-time investigations but nobody does nobody can but here's the thing i don't even know if i'd say 200 but i'm gonna say yeah the movies can do it i have seen some really fantastical things but it's not as fantastical as the movies make it and when you listen to like interviews from the warrants are like no that's exactly how it happened and it's like shit i would have never gone back why are you still doing this if it's, if it's that scary Anyways, we have the Enfield poltergeist. In 1977, the Warrens investigated claims that a family in the north of London suburb of Enfield was haunted by poltergeist activity. While a number of independent observers dismissed the incident as a hoax carried out by attention-hungry children, the Warrens were convinced that this was a case of demonic possession. The story was the inspiration for The Conjuring 2. Although critics say the Warrens were involved um, to a far lesser degree than portrayed in the movie, and in fact had shown up later to the scene uninvited and had been refused admittance to the home. A parapsychologist who investigated the Enfield case alongside Maurice Gross said the film greatly exaggerated the Warrens' war role in the investigation. He stated in 2016 that they turned up once and that Ed Warren told Playfair the Warrens that they could make a lot of money out of this case. He corroborated the claim that the Warrens were not invited to the Anfield House and that nobody in the family had ever heard of them until Ed Warren turned up.
2: I'm not. I'm not hating, but they're probably just interested in it with the money. I'm not right? hating either. Did I, you fart? No, I think Molly is smelly.
1: Oh, it's her mouth because she's playing, or is she farting? I don't know.
2: There's a dog. Fart. I don't know this next one. Arn Johnson. In 1981, Arne Johnson was accused of killing his landlord, Alan Bono. Ed and Lorraine Warren had been called prior to the killing to deal with the alleged demonic possession of the younger brother of Johnson's fiancée. The Warren subsequently claimed that Johnson, who was also possessed at trial, Johnson attempted to plead not guilty by reason of demonic possession, but was unsuccessful with his plea. The story serves as the inspiration for... The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which came out in 2021. The case was described as the 1983 book, The Devil in Connecticut.
1: Yeah, that was, a, that was the most recent Conjuring. I love how, like, guys enjoy the sounds of my dogs playing. Just take it as a beautiful moment. They're okay? growling in the background. They're having a good time. It, uh, it adds spooky ambiance to our podcast. There you go.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well.
2: The
1: sn- is this is a sneaker
2: oh, they're demonic possessed right now yeah,
1: you're hearing demons underneath demonic the bed. there's demons under the bed
2: how are you how are you sitting over there are you cross-legged yeah
1: you look it look weird i don't you yeah, I know figured out what to I'm do not, yet
2: i'm too comfortable and then not comfortable this is our first time ever recording here yeah so
1: like little bumps in the road i don't know what like should can i can you cross your legs should i put should no I put my foot get your stinky digits off i just of me. don't know what to do how do i pronounce this Sure. Snedeker? Sure. Snedeker? Snedeker. In 1986, Ed and Lorraine Warren arrived and proclaimed the Snedeker House, a former funeral home, was infested with demons. The case was a feature in the 1993 book, In a Dark Place, the story of a true haunting. A TV film that later became a part of the Discovery Channel series, A Haunting, was produced in 2002. A Haunting in Connecticut, a film very loosely based on the Warrens' version of events, and directed by Peter Cornwell, was released in 2009. Horror author Ray Garten, who wrote the account of the alleged haunting of the Snedeker family in, in Southington, Connecticut, later called into question the veracity of the accounts contained in the book, saying, The family involved, which was going through some serious problems like alcoholism and drug addiction, could not keep their story straight, and became very frustrated, It's hard writing a nonfiction book when all the people informed are telling you a different story. To paranormal investigator Benjamin Radford Garton said of Lorraine, if she told me the sun would come up tomorrow morning, I'd get a second opinion.
2: Jesus. I gotta remember that one. If the sun comes up, if she told me the sun would come up tomorrow, I'd get a second opinion. (laughs) I haven't heard this one either. The Smurl family. Pennsylvania residents Jack and Janet Smurl reported their home was disturbed by numerous supernatural phenomena, including sounds, smells, and apparitions. The Warrens became involved and claimed that the Smurl home was occupied by four spirits and also a demon that allegedly sexually assaulted Jack and Janet. The Smurl's version of the story was the subject of the 1986 paperback titled The Haunted in the television film series by the same name.
1: Damn, anytime I think of people getting assaulted by ghosts, I go back to um, Scary Movie 2. Do you remember that when they all go to the hill, the hill house and the, sh- the ghost she gets obsessed with the ghost having sex with her
2: do you remember that uh vaguely when i hear that's it- your
1: horror movie for this week horror movie suggestion every week oh, this a scary movie too Are you kidding me? it's, it not it's song a, song it. a
2: comedy it's not even a horror
1: movie it's it's a little spooky it's funny spooky we're gonna start them off easy Should i saw we each a make really a good, good one suggestion? yeah i saw a really good one on the plane and i i wish i could think of what it was called right now what's yours
2: Oh, The Conjuring.
1: The Conjuring. Everyone see that, though.
2: Scare the shit out of me. Scare the shit out of me again.
1: What are watch it? <sighs> No. Why? Scare the shit out of me. <laughs> Just watch it. Scare the hell out of me. Watch it. Union Cemetery. Ed Warren's book, Graveyard, True Hauntings from an Old New England Cemetery, features a white lady ghost, which haunts Union Cemetery. He claimed to have captured her essence on film. Whenever I hear essence, I think of farts. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about their personal life right
2: ed and lorraine warren were members of the roman catholic church they married in 1945 on january 11 1946 lorraine gave birth to or sorry on january on january 11 1946 lorraine gave birth to her daughter named judy warren the warrens held the demonic forces are likely possesses the oh i'm messing something up here the warrens held that demonic forces are likely to possess those who lack faith
1: there you go that's a, a while all right so now that we're going to come into a bit of the criticism that they've run into because here's the thing some people are like yes they are real and some people are like no they are fake and i believe there's definitely real in there i feel like every situation there's their story your story and then the truth yeah. so that's exactly how it's gonna be i'm sure that they saw ghosts and i'm sure they helped a lot of people but you know everyone embellishes it's just is do you embellish relish
2: Oh, are you talking to me yeah
1: you embellish relish
2: who else would you be talking to yeah everyone embellishes there you go simply it's like normal human nature to do that yeah right
1: according to a 1997 interview with the connecticut post steve novella and perry Didangelis ga- investigated um the warrens for new england's skeptical society (NESS). why is everything so hard to say? <sighs> They found the couple to be pleasant people, but their claims of demons and ghosts to be, at best, the tellers of meaningless ghost stories, and at worst, dangerous frauds. They took the $13 tour and looked at all the evidence that the Warrens had for spirits and ghosts. They watched all the videos and looked at all the best evidence the Warrens had. Their conclusion is that it was all Blarney. They found common errors with flash photography and nothing evil in the artifacts that the Warrens had collected. They have a ton of fish stories and evidence that got away. They're not doing good scientific investigations. They have a predetermined conclusion which they adhere to, literally and religiously. According to Novella, Lorraine Warren said that the problem with Perry and Steve is that they don't base anything on God. Novella responded, It takes word to do solid, critical thinking, to actually employ your intellectual facilities to come to a conclusion that actually reflects reality. That's what scientists do every day, and that's what skeptics advocate. In an article for the Sydney Morning Herald that examines whether supernatural films are actually based on true events, that investigation was used as evidence to the contrary. As Novella is quoted, they, the Warrens, claim to have scientific evidence which does indeed prove the existence of ghosts, which sounds like a testable claim into which we can sink our investigative teeth into. What we found was a very nice couple, some genuinely sincere people, but absolutely no compelling evidence. While it was made clear that neither the D'Angeles or Novella thought the Warrens would intentionally cause harm to anyone, they did caution that claims like the Warrens served to reinforce delusions, confuse the public about legitimate scientific methodology.
2: Damn. I, I really liked your expression there, Your story, his story, and the truth. Yeah. You know, two sides of every story. Yep. Yeah, and so what they talked about, that thirteen dollar tooler, was about the oculate museum museum. In addition Ah. to investigations, Lorraine ran Lorraine ran the Warren's Oculate Museum, which is now. Are you really saying Oculate? What is
1: it? Occult. Oh my god. Uh, Thank you for your kidneys. Because we went to
2: the Oculus Mall. Thank you for your kidneys joel has a
1: weird thing with words it's funny i do it too dude for two years on the podcast i was saying infamous the infamous infamous place (laughs) but it was infamous (laughs) and i was like what does infamous mean none of them's like it's infamous i'm like and i write books (laughs) the museum displayed many claimed haunted
2: objects and artifacts from around the world many of the artifacts from the most famous investigations were featured but it is closed and i googled why is it closed basically there's no compelling this is why it's actually closed but the next thing is ten facts, famed paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren about them. Ten facts, okay. Um,
1: Ed Ed actually grew up in a haunted house.
2: Give me some deets.
1: When Ed was five years old, he claimed he saw an apparition, a dot of light that grew until it became its family's landlady, who had died in an accident the year before. The demonologist, The Extraordinary Career of Ed and Lorraine Warren, Ed recalled that she was semi-transparent, wearing what looked like some kind of shroud, and then she vanished. Soon after, Ed was having dreams of dead relatives he'd never met, including an aunt who would send him messages about his future, telling him he would help many priests, but never become a priest himself. I'm not a priest today, but I do work closely with them, he said in The Demonologist. The Demonologist is the book that I read that fucking spooked me. On Audible. I love to listen to books. Listen to The Demonologist. Don't walk in the woods while you're doing it. Is that your weekly book? Right oh, that, that's, that's my monthly
2: book. Let's do a, each episode you suggest a book movie and a book the demonologist, and a song and a song yeah
1: material girl Material girl. yeah that's good
2: we're on a material girl okay uh number two lorraine warren discovered her abilities when she was just a child like n lorraine began having unusual experiences when she was young too but she just assumed everyone else had those same abilities that all changed when she was around the age 12 as she recalled in the demonologist it was arbor day at her all girls private school and her classmates had just planted a sapling just as soon as they put the sapling in the ground i saw it fully grown tree filled with leaves blowing in the wind she said when the nun asked her why she was staring at the sky lorraine responded i told her i was just looking up into the tree are you seeing the future she asked me and she just as sternly said yes i guess i am you know how cool it would be if trees grew immediately You want to know this other weird thing I was thinking about the other day? What? You know how humans, you can control your eyes. Like you can blink and it also does it automatically. Yeah. How cool. Like, you know, you close your eyes, you don't see anything. Like when you want to sleep, you close your eyes. Yeah. How cool would it be if you could close your ears? Like if humans had natural earplugs, like you could just close your ears. Like you close your eyes.
1: Why don't we draw?
2: You you tell me. You know how sweet that'd be?
1: probably no it's our body's safety feature
2: but like going to bed you just close your ears and have silence
1: that would be sweet you can't because mother nature you need to hear your babies yeah or people attacking you or whatever but you know like would that be so cool i want to know why we can't manually open and shut our butts
2: well a little bit or is yours stuck open wait
1: explain is you stuck open it's stuck open stuck shut what do you mean you can manually open your butthole no
2: i'm willy i'm not
1: ah see i'm not i don't know how to sit oh my god <laughs> ed and lorraine warren began dating as teenagers ed and lorraine both lived in connecticut and met in 1944 when they were both just 16 years old ed worked as an usher at a movie theater and lorraine and her that movie theater that Lorraine and her mother frequented. They began dating and soon after Ed went off to fight World War II. Wow. Damn. Ed
2: and Lorraine Warren got married in nineteen forty five thanks to a
1: sunken ship. What?
2: In nineteen forty five when Ed was seventeen years old. Seventeen years the old. Ship. He enlisted in the Getting Navy. Married. He had only been de- deployed for a total so of four months when he was sent back home on a 30-day survivor's leave. After a ship went down in the North Atlantic Sea, it was during that short break that Ed and Lorraine got married. Then he returned to war. The couple couple later had a daughter named Judy. Judy.
1: Why is that not a name around anymore? Say it with me. One, two, three. Judy. Judy. Has a booty and a fruity. Because her name Judy. And she likes a cutie patootie i'm really weird today and i want to have a nap <laughs> all right next up the warrens thought that they'd make livings as artists after the war the warrens had to figure out how to make a living each of us had skills as landscape artists so we harbored the desire to paint lorraine said ed had taken our classes so she said we began our marriage under the assumption that we were going to be artists my pages are stuck i'm so sorry guys Sticky fingers. Rather than painting landscapes, the Warrens decided a more unusual subject to focus on, haunted houses, which Ed found in the local newspaper. They'd go off to the houses, sketch them. They'd knock on the door and offer the sketch for information about the haunting. Lorraine said if the story was compelling enough, they'd actually paint the house and sell the artwork later. They spent about five years going around the United States painting and investigating haunted houses. Ooh. That's, Sounds like something you'd enjoy. It does sound like something I would do because I'm a fucking weirdo. Mm.
2: Lorraine Warren was initially a skeptic. Despite her early experiences with clairvoyance, Lorraine didn't believe in ghosts until later in life. After she and Ed began visiting and painting haunted houses, in the beginning I was more than a bit wary of people with whom we spoke, she said in the demonologist. I thought they were kind of suffering from overactive imaginations or were just making things up to get attention. But when she noticed the similarities between the experiences, including from people who had never met Who were the opposite sides of the country She became a believer Damn
1: She's a believer She's a believer She's a believer I don't know what song you're singing We're just singing she's a believer Okay three two She's a believer She's a believer next thing you know you won't leave her then we'll run around and ask where's the beeper that tree got knocked over Over. and I'm coming to eat on my stove her cause she likes to push around a rover drive a land rover Get the mattress from your closet, from your home, I'm back, back in and Boulder, never there, know, we're getting closer. I have high blood pressure.
2: Why? <laughs>
1: okay, okay, okay okay ed and lorraine warren never (laughs) charged money for their investigations instead they made a living from giving lectures at colleges and by licensing rights about their stories for film tv and book projects you saw that light yeah i saw it twice I think Adam's walking past the window. What's going on out there? The, there's, some spooky, there's some spooky means going out the window, dear bud. This one. Boing.
2: Whoa. This one's called 11 Things You Need to Know About the Legendary Paranormal Investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren.
1: Whoa.
2: Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren's paranormal investigation served as the inspiration for one of the most iconic horror movie franchises, iconic. which we know, the Conjuring series. Yep. The series began in 2013 with the lease of The Conjuring, which earned more than $300 million at box office the conjuring Two, annabelle and the creation of annabelle comes home the nun the nun they're inspired by the nun yeah they did that was them too funny enough i tried watching that on the airplane like you know it's like have you seen it yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert when he takes the guy who like lives in the village he takes them to see the body and he's like that's not where i left them i had to turn it off right there I couldn't watch more. It scared the shit out of me. We're
1: going to watch it. Scare the shit out of me. We're going to watch it.
2: How many... Okay, how many likes for us to do a reaction to a horror movie video?
1: 100.
2: No, 1,000. 1,000? 1, 1,000 likes and we will post on YouTube a reaction. We'll make to Joel watch it.
1: Deny. Every podcast, if you guys agree, should open with Joel... Reaction to a horror movie every week we watch a horror movie till Joel's not such a pussy anymore. For a thousand likes. That's all we're selling him for. That's a
2: cheap that's a cheap like that's all we're selling him for. That's a
1: cheap. Both Ed and Lorraine's interest in the paranormal started early. As a boy, Ed grew up in a house he believed was haunted, as we know. Um Lorraine began to visit notice her clairvoyant abilities when she was very young. So they recalled their first experiences around nine years old. She remembered seeing auras around people and assumed it was normal. Bitch, that ain't normal. Mm. Like why are you in a blue bubble bitch Bitch why you in a blue bubble Some of this sort of repeats Yeah what have (laughs) you done Let's just jump (laughs) Let's just
2: jump to the next chapter (laughs) Every
1: time This happens every time my dear uh, This is the controversial controversial. Buddy It's a repeat again (laughs) Let me see what have you done here Oh buddy (laughs) It's repeating These are are all things we've said
2: Uh, Oh here's an interesting one Where are you Werewolf exorcism.
1: Okay, you read that.
2: There's no public documentation of the Warrens' alleged werewolf exorcism. There's a What?
1: Wait, what? Wait. 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 I need to lay down.
2: First off, what is an exorcism,
1: Selena? Okay, well, say there's a demon up in your bitch, right? And they they cast the demon out of you. But what the fuck is a werewolf exorcism? I don't know. Let's find read her. it to me.
2: Alongside Catholic bishops and retired police officers, Ed and Lorraine Warren claim that they... Exorcised the angry spirit of a werewolf from a man named Bill Ramsey, who would repeatedly turn into a wolfman. Previously, (sighs) Ramsey had been arrested for accosting officers while he attributed it to a werewolf demon overtaking him. Lorraine claimed that she saw Ramsey's case on TV while she and Ed were visiting England, and she felt like she could help Ramsey. She even then stated that she had a video of Ramsey transforming, but she never released the video to the public.
1: Oh, really? You put everything out in the world, and you open an occult museum, and you're like, I'm not going to show the wolf, dude. The only proof that... Shut
2: the Warrens off. went so far to bring Ramsey back to Connecticut so they could perform an exorcism alongside Bishop Robert McKenna, who was reportedly experienced in exercising, spir- exercising spirits. The Warrens eventually detailed the case in their book, Werewolf A True Story of Demonic Possession, which one review noted claimed no actual documentation of the case. Brother.
1: Brother. Wow. Brother. I think I want to finish this. So, right now, let's end. There's just with one more, one more the part. The deaths. Oh, okay, go read gonna it. Read. You're going to read it? Can yeah. I read it? Yeah, you can read it. Here's the thing. Closing statements. Yes, I'm laying here now. I'm overwhelmed. I spoke to Lorraine Warren for three minutes. She's very nice. On the phone? Um, yes, but I have never known if I believed or not. But after I'm reading some of this, I'm like, is this a real thing? But again, we have the, we have their story. We have the skeptic story. Then we have the truth somewhere in the middle. So, yeah, like I said, I think they've helped people and stuff. But at the same time some of the shit they say like okay you've done ten thousand cases impossible okay
2: it would be a case a day for 40 years
1: yeah and that's fucked and then you're the only thing where you actually show a, an exorcism of a man turning from a werewolf to a human but yet that's the only footage you've never shown the world
2: <laughs> the look like this part the warrens only spent one day investigating the enfield poltergeist.
1: ghost one day yeah Oh, my God. Even Sam and Colby, like, we can't get shit, shit done in a day.
2: The events of the Enfield Polterghost case began in August- Polterghost? Polterghost began in August 1977, <laughs> shortly after the Warrens investigated the Amityville haunting. The case centered mostly around 11-year-old Janet Hodgson, who was allegedly tormented and possessed by a polterghost. The evil- polterghost? Polterghost. Poltergeist. Evil- Poltergeist. Poltergeist. The evil spirit- <laughs> The evil spirit was responsible for knocking sounds. I think
1: there's an evil spirit inside of you.
2: Remember we talked about this before, that they always knock in a series of three knocks? Yeah, because they're
1: mocking the Holy Trinity. The
2: Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost.
1: I'm going to be honest with you, buddy. What? I think you have a poltergeist in your ass.
2: Anyways, the evil spirit was responsible for knocking sounds, strange voices, growling, levitation, and throwing objects across the room. The story became a media sensation and led to numerous investigations of Janet and her sister Peggy in their home. Over the years, the haunting authenticity has come into question partly because of paranormal activity occurred only when Peggy and Janet were present. Audio recordings and photographs taken during nearly two years of the investigations have also been scrutinized. Even Janet herself admitted to fabricating a small portion of the events that took place in her home. As far as the Warrens' part in the investigation, they played only a small role in the case. Despite the events depicting in The Conjuring Number 2, apparently the Warrens were initially denied access, as we know. But they see, only spent one day investigating.
1: See, have you watched the second Conjuring no, movie? No, of course
2: not. I couldn't Kay. get through the first one.
1: You haven't watched the first one.
2: I, I did... Because I don't even know who I was forced to go to the movie theater.
1: Okay, well, we're going to watch the second one.
2: And I refused to walk out of a the movie theater, even how bad the movie is. Because I paid to see it. I'm going to see it.
1: Oh, my God. Have okay. you ever walked
2: out of a movie theater? Yes. What?
1: It was a Christmas movie. Love, actually. I don't like romantic movies. What? I don't like romance. What? Too much. No. How do you feel in PDA? What did he say? What? We already did that Adam Smooth move though What is What do I Say that again What, what was your question
2: What? Do you, what's your thoughts on PDA Oh no I knocked PDA? this shelf off No <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's gonna be a this learning is a curve disaster. It's gonna be a learning curve What do I think uh, of PDA Yeah Bang it out in public Voyage style But like Yeah you can hold hands and shit It kinda makes me wanna barf Rather just whip it out You know something funny like that You wanna hear something crazy Yeah This actually happened uh,
2: I've been to Europe, you guys, right? And for, we're taking the subway, or what is the equivalent? You fixed the show. Yeah, ah,
1: it's coming <laughs> off again because of that pillow. I'm oh, way too relaxed Joel is sitting. Joel, it's coming. <laughs> I'm late. five <laughs> <I'm... laughs> Fuck! I can't stop farting, but the mic isn't picking it up. Okay, oh. tell us about Europe. This pillow is a problem. Okay, I get off the train
2: in Paris, and there's like a young couple, and <laughs> oh
1: my Are god! You kidding me? I almost did it. <laughs>
2: I get off a train in Paris There's a young couple making out like hard Like just like in the train Like just Like making out hard Like my whole tour group We're like looking at them We're standing there We're looking at them They're just like kissing for like 15 minutes That grosses me out Oh and then like we're waiting for the train We get on another train They're still just going at it
1: I don't like that That See that I don't know I don't know That just seems selfish <laughs> I don't know It's really weird <laughs> Alright guys Let's close this off We got Ed and Lorraine Warren's deaths On the 23rd of August, 2006, Ed Lorraine passed away in his home in Monroe. He was 79 years old at the time of his death. In the five years leading up to his death, his health had deteriorated. This was after he allegedly collapsed in 2001 when he was opening the door to let his cat in. Even though the paramedics were able to restart his heart, he continued to be in a coma for 11 weeks. His son-in-law, Tony Serpa, spira tony spira who was also a paranormal researcher said they said at the hospital he wouldn't make it through 24 hours he had such a strong will he wanted to stay a portion from his obituary reads i know i'll be going to a beautiful place a place so spectacular it defies words on the 18th of april 2019 lorraine warren passed away in her sleep She was to have stated to have died in her home in Monroe, Connecticut. She was 92 years old at the time. Tony Spira, in his Facebook page, said, It is with deep sadness I must announce that Lorraine Warren has passed away. She died peacefully in her sleep at home last night. Thus, the two have contributed significantly to the paranormal studies in their own capacities. Here's what I have to say. Mm. No matter what, we got some sick fucking movies. We got some sick fucking books, so rest in peace, and thank you very much, Ed and Lorraine Warren.
2: Do you remember? There's a camera right there.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just real snuggly. I was just having like a time.
2: It's comfy so far, but I haven't got my seating we have situation. We haven't found a
1: group. We can just sit like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, guys, this has been another episode of the Hundred State here with a spooky Boo and Joel, and remember, Joel, come on, you need something <coughs> better with the Jiggle Jew, Joel. J- Joel. Whoa, <laughs> Jiggle Jewel, Jiggle Jewel. I was saying Joel, and it came out wrong. And joel yeah thank you and so much for joel.
2: listening you guys remember if you comment on youtube i've read it
1: yeah he reads all of them the if gosh. you have stories send them into to joel on his instagram make sure you go follow him and it is what's your what's your instagram joel.horvath joelhorvath yeah. joel, Horvath. joel Horvath. and you know me Selena spooky boo good news my book is coming out soon we're figuring out technicalities as we speak don't forget life is weird it is up it is down never make a permanent decision on a temporary situation because things are fucky but they can't stay bad forever and love yourself give yourself a damn chance because you're sweet like pie and sugar and ass i love you guys until next day until next time boo crew stay spooky